We can just start talking, man. I don't know. Just start talking. I like it. I've been recording this entire time, I think. So we yeah. can just start now. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the file drawer. A musical intro. Do you want to hum or something? Boops, boops, boop, 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 boops, boop, boops, mm. boops, file drawer, boop, 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 boops. Is my nice. sound high enough? Do you think uh, my level? Uh, you sound high? you sound good to me. I don't know. Okay. I, I think we're good. I think we're good. When I get to like a stable location, mm-hmm. maybe, who knows, and I get my equipment, I'm going to try to set up that uh, that old Skype machine uh, type of thing. No, I've, like, I've, like having a, been, a, dedicated, a dedicated Skype machine? Yeah, because it doesn't have to be anything new and yeah. it's just the same setup mm-hmm. just with it shooting the signal um yeah. from skype through I, the recording i am picturing you right now uh sitting on a beach sipping a a drink with an umbrella in it and talking to me on your laptop am i in the right realm of nope, your life right now no not darn not well i'm gonna i'm gonna keep i'm gonna keep that vision of, of how you are because <laughs> It's the only thing that's getting me through the fact that you are not sitting in the room with me right now. <laughs> I um, I was actually working on some uh, 360 stuff earlier today, and I had to like, I had to. Um, let's know we had that meeting last week. Uh-huh. Uh, GLI stuff. Oh yeah. Did you, did you see? I texted you. Or I I slacked you right when you logged in. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I what said, did you say? I said. I said. I said. So handsome. <laughs> because your face was on this huge screen at the front of the room, and yeah, I just felt like you had to know that. Yeah, that's annoying because like uh, hearing um, a person talk about museums was kind of putting me to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> Especially after, again, I had been working on stuff earlier, like uh-huh. right up, sort of like everybody has, but just he- hearing it, uh, not with any sort of visual, without any. Visual yeah. cues is uh, very boring. Let's put it that way. Yes, yes. I was I was kind of following along with your. I was I was hoping that you would kind of like fall asleep on the screen. <laughs> that would have been hilarious. No, for a second, my eyes did close for half a second, <laughs> and I was definitely my brain was definitely shutting down. <laughs> but I think at the where thought it kind of act like I was moving as if I was like you know yeah. closing my eyes and stretching or something. I don't know. I, I saw you get up and like leave a couple times. I figured it was you like slapping yourself in the face. Yeah, and I didn't. I didn't realize till later I could just tilt the screen off video. <laughs> yeah, you <laughs> I could definitely get up. I was so out of it, man. Uh, <laughs> unfortunate thing is, like, uh, all right, how can I speak nicely about this? But I don't care. The presentation about museums actually seemed like it could be interesting, but it also seemed that as though the person giving it really wasn't sure about a lot of stuff that, or a few, a few of the points that I thought were interesting. No clarity could be given to those points uh, that were yeah. mentioned in the PowerPoint. I was like, "Oh, this is interesting." Okay, yeah, I don't know either. But um, I wish I wish I wish you'd spend a little bit more time talking about like the trends in museums and 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 like the actual challenges that these people are are facing. That's what's yeah. interesting to me. Well, I think that's one of the slides I was talking. I was talking about like the idea of technology within the museums. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's a couple of other things on the slide that. We're kind of cryptic, so I'm not going to talk about it. But uh, yeah. the idea of like – this is how I interpret the use of technology in museums is not having like a, a full like, you know, audio setup. Let's you know some museums you walk up and you can press a button and it plays stuff. But having like interactive apps as you walk up, maybe an area. Maybe you can tell by your geographic location and yeah. the app could like then start reading off, you know, what's in front of you. You know what I mean? Right. It could be interactive or something like that. But um, yeah, with, with the internet and – Phones and apps, man. Really, you have the inter- you have the resources at your fingertips as you're looking at things. You know, you know um, what? You don't even have to leave your room. What's that? Wasn't Google doing the 
the museum thing where you could just kind of like drive around like street view in museums? Uh, maybe. Google, I think that was a Google thing. Google Museum. Maybe. I don't know. I'll look that, it up. That's another. Yeah, that's another thing. That, that has to mean that, that we're, we're, the, we need a person to invest that amount of money in creating that technology to make it like actually friendly. Yeah, and I wasn't actually being serious. I would much rather actually go to a museum and see huh. the things and walk around. But, yeah, but but what if you can't go to a museum? True. That's true. It's nice, no. nice little backup to, yeah, to have. Yeah, you can't go. Yeah. That's, that's interesting yeah. stuff, though. Indeed. So, so I have a question for you. Yeah. How has your first week of being like a truly remote worker gone for you? Because you, you are no longer in California, but you are still doing things with work that we're doing in California. So how, how is it being a digital nomad? Um, I, you know, I feel like it's the same. <laughs> um, yeah, I was going to say, it is actually very similar to what you had been doing before you had left. Yeah, because it's not like we all went. I mean, I, I would go to the workhouse, but it's not like everybody at one point right. in time. It's not like we all had our own office that we were going into every day. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I would say it's the same. Uh, obviously, just in the back of my mind, whatever I think about times or coordinating times, I always think, you know, you know, when I say a time or when I have a time in my mind, I always think about it in, you know, Pacific Standard or uh, yeah. you know, I'm in Central right now. So yeah. uh, other than that, yeah, it's the exact same. Exact same. Okay, great. Well, that's, that's, that's interesting. Yeah, yeah, well, you because you did you of everyone that I that we in our like group of friends, you probably spent the most time working actually in the lead office. So, have you been working from home, or did you find like a new like a replacement for for the office? Uh, home right now, just because yeah. I don't. I would, yeah, it's good space. Yeah. Um, right. Yeah, I'm in I'm in uh, Florida visiting Erica right now. Um, nice. But uh, yeah, I don't have a good space. Um, Are you on a beach? No. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. It's right by the beach. Have you gone to the beach? Yeah, I tried to fish this morning, but oh yeah, what seaweed? Too much what? seaweed. Too much seaweed. Um, yeah, it like it weighs down the lines. I saw a video this morning of a guy in a kayak catching a like a five hundred pound grouper. Nice. And the sounds that he made, he squealed. Oh, yeah. like, he squealed like a little boy. <laughs> I didn't, I, you know, I didn't uh, watch the video, but I saw it posted. I, I'll have to go back and look at that. It was probably on Yahoo, honestly. Yeah. Uh, thank you, Yahoo, really pulling pulling through with the uselessness. Yeah. I mean, when something hits your line that big and you know it's big and ridiculous, um, first you hope that your tackle is heavy enough to actually, so so you'll be able to pull it up. Yeah. Second, man, if you can get that bad boy up, man, whoo. Yep. I mean, well, I guess he it was catch and release, but it was huge. And yeah, well, it's still, catch and release. Yeah, it still awesome. feels good. Yeah. I have new respect for groupers, not because of this video, and maybe I've talked about this, but there is a video out there of a guy catching a shark, and he's got it pretty close to the boat, and yeah. he's about to pull the shark out of the water, and out of the depths comes this huge fish and eats the shark in one bite, and that huge fish was a grouper. Wow. Yeah, it's insane. Okay. I'm yeah, going to find the video and I'll put it in show notes. Watch yeah. it and then never go swimming in the ocean. <laughs> it's a, it reminds you of the story of, um, was it Jonah and the whales, right? Yeah, exactly. And so that yep. shark is sitting in the in the grouper's tummy. <laughs> Asking, wondering when it's going to be let go. <laughs> exactly. Uh, Pinocchio, man. You ever, the animated Pinocchio? That movie creeped me out. No. There's a scene where he's in, the, in, 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 the, in a whale's belly. Okay. Okay. Yeah. yeah. That's all. That's all I got there. How big? How big was the shark? Um, I mean, it wasn't like a great white or anything, okay. but it was. I think f- at least four or five feet long. Yeah, 
I tell you, I've once caught a um, a small hammerhead. What? I want to say it's about it was a it was a baby. I want to say it was about maybe my height from from snout to, to tail. Wow. Um, but it was just slender and stuff. But uh, it was in kind of like sort of the inland area um, up in Pensacola a couple of years ago. Wait, inland, so like not the ocean? It was like uh, in, in water that would be considered brackish, like a mixture of like Ugh. salt, um, salt and you know, fresh water. Okay. But yeah, yeah, sharks are known to come up through that brackish. I know, river. that's what worries me. You, yeah. ever, you ever hear like once in a while the shark attack in a river? Like that's yeah. not supposed to happen. Um, <laughs> can I also just very quickly share my uh, what my mind just did as you told that story? Yeah. And, and, and how I wish I knew more about construction. When you said yeah. you caught a small hammerhead shark, I was, I wanted to say, oh, like, uh, and then whatever a small hammer is called, is there a, <laughs> a is there a thing that, like a tool that is a, basically a small hammer that has a different uh, name? A rock hammer would be kind of a small hammer. A ball peen hammer, but that can, that's not necessarily think, small. It's not necessarily, hmm. A rock hammer would be kind of small, I think. Okay. Like, you know, people that like handle, um, emerald, like, you know, break uh, stone. Uh, like a, like a jeweler's hammer. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I, I may be making up the word rock uh-huh, hammer. By yeah, way. I think you might be. Um, no, no, but, no, no. Sorry, but I just Google, I just Google anyway, search. They, I, this, this is all in the service of saying that would have been a hilarious joke if I knew the word for a small hammer and well, I said, yeah. Or oh, you well. could have, or you could have referenced MC Hammer. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah. What was what was his name? MC. Uh, oh, excuse me. Sorry, yeah. I've been burping like crazy and drinking this grapefruit seltzer water. That sounds delightful. Um, you know what? It's I've I have come around to enjoy it. I bought it a couple days ago, and the first couple cans I had, I didn't really like because yeah, it's just really. it's not it's not like pop. It's not sugary. Yeah, it but you just need essence the essence of, of flavor. Exactly. And you now know? I'm I'm actually thoroughly enjoying it. So yeah, yeah, and also that's way better than drinking soda. Uh, oh yeah. yeah, or soda pop or pop as you just called it. It is called pop. That is what it, it is. Not soda pop. It is pop. <laughs> Or you can be the, these a-holes. Oh, it's a Coke. Everything's a Everything's Coke. Everything's a Coke, yeah. That's, oh, God. That's Come just, on, people. This is dumb. Everything can't be a Coke. <laughs> exactly. Everything can't be a Coke. That's when it's shake people. It's like, is that not like Northeastern? Or, or I thought that was a Southern thing. Uh, maybe, it's, maybe it is a Southern thing. I don't know. Yeah. Whatever. If it is a Southern thing, shame on you. I, 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 th- I thought we called it soda. <laughs> Everything can't be a Coke. Yeah. Um, well, that's – I'm trying to think. Uh, never mind. I'm getting out of my, out of my element. I think something with France – and it has like a similar similar thing to that. Like all clear sodas are called a thing, but I don't. Yeah. I, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. Huh. Never mind. Never mind. We'll um, edit that out. We'll go back thirty seconds. No, we won't. Chop it all out. We're gonna leave it all in. Um, so, <laughs> dude. Before so before I left. Yes. We went to go see. We went to the cinema. We went to went went to the theater theater. And saw Mad Max. Mm-hmm. He in a, was in a, so in, mad. In a regular, you know, it wasn't anything. It wasn't. It wasn't 3D. Uh, what are these different theaters called? IMAX. IMAX. Yeah. You know, it was Good a regular old theater. Good old fashioned movie theater. Yeah, and I enjoyed it. I, I really enjoyed it. Also, thoroughly enjoyed it. Why did you enjoy it, Mister Eric? All right, so. Um, <laughs> So there, there was this is this is the stuff because I had to kind of leave. This is the stuff I usually talk about, like right after the movie. Right. But I, you know, I had so much going on. Yeah. Um, I enjoyed that 
the dialogue was limited. I kind of I, did, I yep. kind of did enjoy that. It was it was a visual masterpiece as I posted yes. as I posted as a uh, follow up comment to I think your cousin Kyle's comment. Yes. On the file drawer. No, the file yeah. drawer. That audio. Yes. Um. Who actually? No. You know what? Let, 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 let's tell the let's tell this whole story. I'm gonna, right. I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna go start from the beginning. I'm gonna go to his comment okay. after the fact because okay. I want to comment and then I want to talk about my okay uh, things. I'll find, actually, I'll keep on talking. So, very little um, dialogue. Very little okay? dialogue, yes. And to me, it was a visual visual masterpiece. There was um, a lot to see in every scene. A lot was going on. Yeah. And just like creative, <laughs> the level of creativity it took to make scenes weird. Yeah. You know, you know what I mean? They were like, weird, but recognizable. Yeah. That's what yeah, I liked. Yeah. They, it wasn't just like straight up like, oh, I have never seen that before. Hmm, yeah. What a creative idea. It was like, that looks like a thing that I know, but it looks really different. Yeah. Like so <laughs> it's just hilarious. And um, it, it, there was so much this tension the whole movie. Yeah. You know, in fact, you know, it started and it was it was kind of it was kind of um, it kind of ag- started aggressively. Yep. As well. You know, yep. the whole setup. There was no real build up. It was like it punched you in the face from the very beginning. From the very beginning, yeah, and then you know, I'm, you know, for for that first journey along the Fury Road, without me describing it more, uh, and real quick, there's going to be spoilers. So if you haven't seen it yet, or you care about spoilers, stop listening and listen to this later. <laughs> it was so just so much tension built up, and it didn't give you a, a second or a beat to slow down at all. Yeah, until sort of a sort of a middle part, and then it did, just started back over again. Yeah, you know what I mean. Music's blaring, crazy stuff. I mean, all sorts of weird ways to kill people. Yeah. Well, and the um, thing is, too, like, it was so, it's obviously an incredibly violent movie. I, I'm, I'm assuming it was rated R. Um, had, to, had to be. Yeah, but it wasn't gory. Like, like it wasn't, like, I was wondering if it was going to be like a, like, if it was going to kind of relish in, in, in glory in how, how violent they could make it. Obviously, tons of people died, but it's not. They do a lot of strategic placing of not being able to see what precisely has just happened. Yeah, which yeah. I think actually serves the movie well because it's not really about that. So, yeah, you know, I don't even know what the movie was about. <laughs> I mean, I, I, it had a story, obviously. Yeah. Um, you, you know, I, I remember seeing the old Matt Maxes, um, and I think all these movies stand alone. I don't know. Mm-hmm in what order they're supposed to be. I think it's just a, a story. And that's why I like the movie. It's almost like um, you pop into Max's life. For like a day and a half. Yeah. It's, you know it's very contained. It's not like a lot of these movies are epic in scope. In yeah. time frame and number of characters and side stories of what's going on. And I felt this was very pure in the sense that it was one story a day and a half basically or a couple days yeah and that was it like in and out and it was just it was just like a long weekend in this scary apocalyptic world exactly and yeah. exactly and for me that's like oh you know more is to come oh yeah <laughs> you, you know what i mean um yeah and i, I mean i think it did a, did a really good job as well and, I, and i'm cribbing this from somewhere i don't because i've read some other reviews after I, I saw it but it does a great job of not trying to explain everything yeah, there's plenty yeah. in this movie. They don't even try to explain I, or I like don't even... <laughs> wh- why things are certain ways, yeah. and they don't even worry about it because it's not important. It's entertaining, yeah. and you know who who really cares about the the backstory of the specific yeah. thing. You know, 
Yeah. I like that. So I'm going to pick on uh, – do you think your cousin would mind if I pick on him a no, bit? pick on him. He's a big boy. Right. So um, I, I, I'm assuming this is my cousin. Oh, uh, well, I, I'm pretty yeah. sure. Kyle? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. He says, hey, guy. Yeah. Um, so, you know, he says, as far as Mad Max is concerned, I'd hate to be the guy. I hate to be the guy, but the whole premise is malarkey. <laughs> Gasoline only has a shelf life of about a year until it becomes inert. Sad truth from working in the petrochemical industry. Yeah. Okay. Who's to say they're not refining where, where, their own? Yeah. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Where, where, where is he? Where, you don't have to say where. Yeah. Uh, is he, is he like in Texas or something? No, no, no. He's back. The... He's, he's in the Midwest. Okay. So Petro. Okay. Um, anyway, so I was like, Mad Max is glorious. Yes, the premise is ridiculous. But you have to understand, like the best selling movie right now is like the Avengers or something. You know what I'm saying? Which is, <laughs> premise is ridiculous. Yeah. So let's just understand that we're in movie world. Yeah. And Mad Max was just phenomenal. Um, so I, I really didn't even care so much. Right. About the whole premise like, oh, well, there's, there's all sorts of things fucking... like that. Like how... Okay, so the giant chains to lift up that platform, how do they forge those, yet yeah. they have to use people power to move the gear? Yeah. <laughs> like yeah. How did that happen? That's <laughs> so ridiculous. It's uh, so ridiculous. Everything. It is. It is. I have no idea what, what, you know, what, well, see, what place and time that we're at. I mean, It's just supposed to be a, a post-apocalyptic type of thing, I think. But here's the thing. It's ridiculous, and I think the, the movie knows that it's ridiculous. Yep. The director knows that it's ridiculous and doesn't try to explain it away or, like, it's not even, it's not even like, I'm sarcastic is not the right word, but it's not tongue-in-cheek. It's like, we are being, this is ridiculous. And we are gonna continue being ridiculous. I mean, we're gonna push the line. Exactly. The, the there's literally a guy whose job it is to be hung up on a harness and play an electric guitar during this chase on a no. giant car with huge amplifiers. And that is ridiculous, but so entertaining. And here's the thing: <laughs> when they introduce it, you're like, oh, they might show that for a second. No, yeah, yeah. Oh, he that guy's with us the whole time. That guy <laughs> yeah. stays with us. And it it's such a great way to have a great sound uh soundscape to the movie. Like it's yeah. it's not like all right, there's this chase happening and then obviously we have some sort of instrumental music going over it. Like the music is part of the chase and it's hilarious and yeah. really entertaining. You know what though? And that's not too far. I mean, if you think about if let's make it real world premise. Yeah. I mean, you know, they had drums follow exactly. battalions, you know, on the battle battleground, exactly. you know. It's just, it's they gave different sounds and Yeah. Yeah, oh man. So yeah, it was just it was just fun to watch. So here's so there are there are idiots out there and we alluded to this before you and I had seen it who hate the who who are claiming this is like a very feminist movie did, and so did, you, did you find hate. that did you find that i did not have that thought one time the entire time i was but watching no, no, the movie but no no did you find did you find cuz i i went after i watched it i was like well maybe i made that up no i've seen i've seen people being upset about it like it, like idiots being upset about like this is mad max it should be about dudes and guns and oh, women and like, oh, that's dumb well, it's just a good story and yeah, her character is awesome, and how can you not like that? Yeah, and like uh, uh, Thunderdome back in the day had Tina Turner as a as a woman in charge of the whole city. Like I don't, yeah, I don't understand. I don't so historically, I, mean, I think it's it still falls within uh, Mad Max's realm. And also, other people would probably say, "Why do those girls have to be so scantily clad? Why were those women used as objects?" You know what I'm saying? Yeah. From the other side, so yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah, I don't think it's justifiable to say it was a feminist movie. Or even if it was, it doesn't, yeah. I, uh. 
Yeah. yeah I that's, was, that's, why, that's why I thought I was making it up after I saw it. I was like, right. I don't get that at all. Yeah. Um, it's just a good, it's just an entertaining story with great characters. And, yeah. and there, there's no, another thing that would be very easy for this movie to do is have a gratuitous sex scene. Oh yeah. Like it yeah. would have, it would have, it would have like, I wouldn't have been surprised, I guess, but that didn't happen. That didn't happen at all. I mean, there was like a, like a couple like tender emotional moments, but they weren't gratuitous. There was no like gratuitous nudity, nudity or anything in it. Yeah, um, which I appreciated because that's not what the movie was about. So yeah, yeah, it was good. I give it uh, two two thumbs up. I do too. I do. I do as well. Go see it. Yeah. And, you know, after I saw that movie, I continued to pack. And then that next morning, I continued to pack the next day. I was gone. I felt like I was still in that Fury Road, dude. Like, it was everything was so aggressive. Did you drive your car like a maniac? <laughs> <No>. <laughs> everything was so aggressive, man. I'm just like, oh, my gracious. Yeah. Ah, uh, yeah. I want to I see it. I want to see it again. And it's one of those movies, too, that I think is needs to be seen on the big screen. Like yeah. in a movie theater, it it that just has a it, it's so loud and visually crazy. It was cool to see it on a big screen. Wouldn't be quite the same watching it on TV. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah. Not, yeah, wouldn't be the same. No, but and I like too that they left it pretty open at the end. So the, and I I think I've already seen announcements. There's going to be a sequel. There has to be. Yeah, Tom Hardy was good at it too. I mean, he, that dude was he did, dope, man. He did a good job. He and like you said, it and even. By by saying that there wasn't a lot of dialogue, I don't think we're implying that it was uh, like a poorly acted movie or oh, or, or like didn't require some good acting. In fact, I think maybe because there was so little dialogue, it it he needed to be very good in it. Yeah, because yeah. you you definitely come to at least I definitely came to um, kind of I feel like understand him a little bit more, and there was no like scene where he gets there's all this exposition about here's my backstory and why here's why you should care about me but yeah but you still end up getting to that point eventually yeah so yeah cool anything else on uh on mad max uh not at all not at all and at this point we'll have our first sponsor our first sponsor is refresh seltzer water grapefruit seltzer water (laughs) take a drink it'll make you burp Ah, <laughs> uh, I'm just practicing for that day that we get our first actual sponsor. I know. <laughs> I think I did a pretty good job right there. Oh man. So, um, yeah. In terms of what else? Let's see. What, what else? What else is going, going on, on? In, in, in in your life? In well, our well, lives? Before we start recording, I, I, I don't. Or before we before we, we start the show. Yes, there it is. Um, I was telling you about just the GLI assessment. Mm-hmm. Uh, that we have going on and how uh, I've been dealing with a lot of trying to handle customer service, technical support type stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and how much you love it. Yeah, how much I love it. Um, <laughs> I, I did, like I mentioned, um, so he sent out some surveys to uh, uh, some translated surveys that are translated into Mandarin Chinese mm-hmm. to uh, some people that only spoke, I guess, Chinese or whatever, or only read Chinese. And um, I guess something happened. I don't even know what happened. In the survey link, uh, like it didn't appear in, in a couple of surveys. There was only like a handful. Mm-hmm. So I resent them out. No, no. Then someone replied back and said, hey, I don't see the survey link. And I only, I'm only assuming that it said that because I relied on Google Translate. 
Um, and so, but and I don't think Google Translate is very accurate, but it gave me the gist. Yeah. And me looking at the actual email that was sent to them seemed like, hey, where's the link at? Yeah. So I just replied back, apologies, and sent the same, and sent, uh, sent the, the invite. Wait, did you uh, translate apologies into Mandarin? No, no, Google I just translate? apologies English. Okay. Hopefully they know. I don't understand. <laughs> and uh, yeah. that's, about, that's about all I could do. It sounds like we needed to retain the person who did our translation to do some uh, continued follow-up. Yeah, and um, you know, I, I didn't know because he had limited uh, – the person had limited hours working on this stuff. Yeah. And, and I don't know if they were already on vacation. You know, what the, actual, it, you know what the actual answer is? You just need to learn Mandarin. That's true. <laughs> that's true. Uh, next week, right, next I'll week, learn – New, no, new project. That's not going to – yeah, because you need something new to obsess over. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Oh, man. Oh, man. Oh, man. Did I, oh, did I tell you? Um, did I already talk about locks? Did I talk about that last week? If so, about what? Locks. Locks. Like on a, on a bagel? No. Um, as in locks for storage units? <laughs> oh, no. I think we talked about that after it, while we were packing up. Yeah. So. Yeah, you got you got deep into locks, didn't you? Yeah, so um, please, I got a storage. Share. <laughs> I got a storage unit to store some of my materials out in uh, Claremont, and so in doing so, I was like, you know what? Let me look up locks or whatever. See what the kind of best lock that you get for storage units. Not that I have anything that's so crazy, you know, ridiculously expensive. And I'm really trying to keep people out. Um, but I didn't just want to just automatically trust whatever lock like these storage units sell you because they are absolutely terrible. And you can find people. Uh, there's like one called Chateau. You can find people like picking those in like a second. They just tap, they put something in there, just tap it two times, and it opens up. So I kind of wanted to make people's lives a little bit more difficult. Uh-huh. Um, if they if they were going to try to rob people, um, now all locks can be broken into. Let me preface it by saying that, at least to, to my to the extent that uh, I watch videos on you uh, on uh, YouTube. So there's a whole like subculture of folks that just practice lock picking and do demonstrations. Some people send other people locks. To try to pick on on screen, yeah. they'll describe the process. They'll break it down the lock. That's so awesome. I want to see some of these. Can we put some of these in in the show notes? Yeah, uh, I'll I'll okay. put a link for uh, the guy's page who I thought did a really good job, kind of describing the process. Okay, um, and he, he just loved that technical aspect. And yeah. I can see myself liking it because it's a really hands on thing. Uh huh. It's technical. It's something that you can sort of gain additional skill at. Um, you do have to buy certain tools for certain types of locks. Right. Um, but there's all sorts of things out there. So for most storage units, they have these sort of disc locks that uh-huh. are meant to uh, make it harder for people just to use bolt cutters. Is that the one that I have that I showed you? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. The idea and, uh, being it kind of lays flush so you can't really get bolt cutters around it. And... Exactly. Okay. Exactly. They also have U-locks that don't have any covering, but they also have uh, sort of shackled or I think they call it like shackled U-locks, but they have like a higher protection that you also, it's harder to get bolt colors around them. So there's different types of locks. But on top of that, like the number of pins matter as well. So if you have like a four pin uh, pin mechanism inside the lock itself, uh-huh. if you look at the key, you, you'll see like it has like ridges. And you can kind of tell how many pins it has in, in it. Um, I, so I, the, I just want to prep. I, I love you. Uh, of, cor- of course, of course you researched it to the point of that you're counting the number of pins in a lock. <laughs> and, um, so you have that so you have some with higher number of pins that you know the more pins the uh-huh. more difficult it is. um also you can have uh, uh locks that have uh i don't know the technical term for it but people refer to them as like dimples in the key okay where it has to like push it a certain way right. um 
it basically has to push as you put the key in, it pushes the like locking mechanism, whatever the, the pins are in a certain right. way. Um, but there's different key variations and stuff that make it difficult. Um, there's locking mechanisms that have like a submerged or sort of a uh, where the barrel is kind of a uh, hidden behind like the face of the lock. So you need special tools to open that up. So I ended up getting a um, the brand of lock that I got uh, is a uh, I wish I remembered. It's not it's not the best lock. I mean at all. But again, it was still a kind of affordable one. It was more uh-huh. than ten bucks. Uh, Amazon was twenty five. I ended up paying an extra five to get it to me quickly. But it's in that realm of it's it's a decent lock. Like if someone were it. If someone really wanted to break into my uh, my storage unit, they definitely could. They could probably just unhook the door if they wanted to. But it's meant to be a deterrent. Just yeah. To, if somebody's from just insert, you know, inserting something easily, you know, it kind of sounds like you're challenging people. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? Where this is an announcement for a new contest called "Get Into Eric's Storage Unit." Yeah. So the Abus locks are pretty are, are better. The Master a- Lock. Anus? Abus, Abus, Okay. Uh, this guy, uh, his one podcast, I mean, his um, YouTube site. He was all about like kind of German locks and stuff. Um, okay. But uh, <laughs> yeah, but those master locks are terrible. Wait, so what? What does yours look like? Like, what is it? Do you have dimples? It looks like, you got, it looks like yours. Oh, it looks like mine. And the, key, the key has like uh, dimples. I think it has. I think okay. it's sick. Uh, well, let me not describe it. Um, uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm not gonna describe the whole lock. <laughs> Uh, yeah, well, a combination or no? So it yeah, comes yeah. with a key, right? Okay. Yeah. But uh, so are, so is this a new hobby for you now? Have you continued your lock research beyond your purchase? Uh, if I had time, though, I would. <laughs> and locks, the locks cost money, man. So I'm not going to be doing that. But uh, right. by time, I could see myself getting into it as a hobby, though. Just <laughs> um, <laughs> lock picking. Huh? You know what? Yeah. I'm just, I'm starting to put together some dots here. I'm I'm, I'm connecting the dots. So you you're into jujitsu, and now you're going to do lock picking. Are you a ninja? Not not a ninja, but I'm. I'm are you are you moving in that direction to be training for something? Yeah, here you are training for something. Some sort of. Yeah. Are you some sort of secret agent? Uh, are you spying on me? A gentleman can never tell. Oh, I have figured it out. The government is spying on me through you. <laughs> Why do you think I have to leave the town suddenly and change my facial hair? Here's the thing. Matter. Here's the thing. I don't think you really left. I think you're around, and you're just, maybe, and you're just making it seem like you've left. So I'll let my guard down. Sam, <laughs> there's a mission. You know how California's running out of water, right? Yeah, which is why I'm drinking water out of a can. But yes, I've been, I've been sent on a special mission. Okay, that's all I can tell. Oh, uh, that's it. That's all Am I, I supposed you. to help you? Am I supposed no, to no. stop you? Are I'm you a villain? You. I'm just telling you, stop asking questions. Oh, um, okay. Oh, gotcha. Okay. Yeah, you're definitely got it. On, so on the plane, uh, I know we've just talked about movies, but have you seen Interstellar? I watched Interstellar. <sighs> I did. I do like Interstellar is is a uh, contentious movie for people. Really? Did you like it? I liked it. I liked it. I liked it. It got weird. It got weird. It gets you know. weird, but I like how weird it got. Yeah. You know, I was fine with that. Anytime you're dealing with multiple dimensions and time travel and gravity, things are going to get weird. Yeah. You just have to embrace it. It's going to get weird. But yeah. I really liked it. In watching it, um, I was like, because um, that was Christopher Nolan, right? Yes. Yeah. So in watching it, I was like, Christopher Nolan just M. Night Shyamalan the hell out of this movie. <laughs> Way better than M. Night Shyamalan. Yeah. I'm not saying his last name. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It had that essence. It did. Um, oh, you are, you know. Um, but and some people probably could tell, you know, all that stuff. 
Um, I just love yeah. stories like that. Space travel and time issues. And this movie actually was... So I this is one of the few movies that I saw twice in the theaters. Oh, wow. Um, yeah. It was not. It was kind of a little bit out of my control, uh, but okay. I saw it twice, and it's a long, long ass movie. But yeah. it's one of the few movies where I noticed the music in a positive way. Mm. I feel like a lot of times um, the music in a movie does its job if you don't really notice that it's there, and if you're yeah. noticing it, it's usually for like the wrong reason. Yeah. But for this one. I left that movie thinking, like, that was the coolest soundtrack that I have heard in a movie in a long time. Yeah. And, yeah, so that, that in itself is worth seeing. Yeah. 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 So you saw it on the plane? Yeah, I watched it on my um, Nook HD+. Plus. <laughs> Are they sponsoring us? That was awfully specific. <laughs> no, because I, you know, that's, that's the tablet that I wiped the uh, OS that comes uh, on the Nook yeah. and put uh, Cyanogen Mods Nice, um, Android. That's something a secret agent would do. You're you're not helping your case. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, all right. How was how was uh, your your flight? Anything exciting happen? Do you have do you, uh, have, do you, have, do you have lots of turbulence? So you knew you think everything was going well. Um, no, no, a little bit. <laughs> Something you know, you my, nervous. My, my, my first leg went smoothly and I was like, oh, this is good. Oh, this is going to be a good trip. But it got so tiring and tedious as it went on. Yeah. Um, so I did two layovers, cool. save money because I'm cheap. Yeah. And um, yeah, that sucks. Yeah. It sucks. And it was overnight uh, too, right? Yeah. Yeah. I like, no, on that trip, like I said, I felt like I was still in the Fury, Fury Road, dude. <laughs> You're like, like my heart, heart rate my heart, up. <laughs> my heart was, no, my heart was beating. Like everything was just so tense, man. Thought everyone was chasing you? Yeah. I, dude, man, it's, that is true. I mean, I, I would say a recurring nightmare of mine, even you know, before seeing Mad Max, is like the sense of being pursued by someone. And this movie, the entire thing is being pursued. Like you were being yeah. chased for two hours. Yeah. So maybe if you have a weak heart, maybe not a good idea. Yeah, you know, so the discla- disclaimer, if you guys have, uh, have experienced palp- palpitations... <laughs> or, don't uh, don't, have, don't uh, go see it. May... Uh, uh, have a risk of blood clots. Don't, don't go see Mad Max Fury Road. Don't don't see yeah. it. It's not it's not for it's you. not for you. Not for not your for kind. You. Yeah. Um. Cool. So I've been watching something a lot recently. Yeah. Uh, the Layover. Anthony Bourdain. Yeah. Okay. It's, I think that's his newest show. Um, yeah. It's it's on Netflix. The first two seasons. Mm-hmm. And the basic premise is that he goes to a place. Have we talked about this on here before? I think I think so. But it's have you it's, mentioned it? Maybe I think you mentioned it um, uh, a while back because I don't think it's a new show. But no, it's not new. But recent. I think it's new on Netflix. Yeah. Uh, but he just does. Well, I know I've talked about no reservations before a little bit, and how we both have agreed that we yeah. want to get a beer with Anthony Bourdain. And I've and I've just been watching um the other one. Uh, What's the other one? You have no reservations. Uh, Something else with him, uh, but you you keep on talking. Okay, uh, the layover. So he goes to a city for basically a day or day and a half, and shows you what you should do if you have only like a day, only have that amount of time in a city. And I have thoroughly enjoyed it, partially because I feel like they let him off the leash a little bit more than they do on No Reservations, mm. in terms of like he is a can be a dirty old man and sometimes he is super snarky and mean and 
and just very, I think, hilarious. And I, I never really got that sense from him on No Reservations quite as much. Like his, I have learned that he has a deep, deep hatred of uh, of uh, hipsters. Does mm-hmm. not like hipsters at all. Uh, <laughs> I was watching an episode earlier today, and he was like reading something about coffee culture. He's like, coffee is not a culture; it's a beverage. <laughs> I was like, all right, <laughs> fair enough. Um, yeah. But it's a, it's a very entertaining show because he's an entertaining guy and yeah. goes to these places and shows you the, the best kind of quick things you can do, best food to go get. And now I want to go everywhere that he has gone. Yeah. He, um, the show I was talking about is Parts Unknown. Oh, uh, yeah. Also on Netflix. But I would agree, man. He seems just like an authentic guy. So yeah. he he's pretty transparent about his own uh, shortcomings in the past. <laughs> um, yeah. Drugs, drugs and... Uh, and all sorts of stuff. And I, I, this is making me want to. I, I know he's written at least a couple books. I really want to read those now. And I also like to. I've seen recent interviews with him, where he's like, "I'm I'm not a chef. Like I haven't worked professionally in a kitchen in like twenty in like ten years. So yeah. I don't try to put myself across as an expert in anything like chef related. Yeah. Um. Which yeah. It's so he he approaches it as more of a very informed uh, amateur. Yeah, yeah. Which I like. And he's, he knows what he likes. I mean, he's yeah. pretty straightforward about what he likes and stuff. So um, yeah. I, I like that he – I don't know if he does it in all the shows, but definitely in parts I know when he goes to different countries. I love how he – so he could go to these different countries and only present the side that they want to present. And I mm-hmm. think that's how they often try to do a no reservations. I mean, he talk, he's talked about in the podcast where you know, he'll go to certain countries. Wait, and does he have to, a podcast? No, uh, he's been on Joe Rogan's podcast. Oh, okay, gotcha. Which is worth checking out, Joe Rogan yeah. Experience. And um, those, those Joe Rogan's podcasts are good because they're nice and long. You can really get into stuff. Right. But I will, you know, the countries will try to set up sort of the image they want to present. Right. But I think he does a good job of like either acknowledging um, the country's issues. Yeah. You know, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Without without acting like everything is honky dory, <laughs> or even yeah. acknowledging like the U.S.'s. Uh, contribution, <laughs> you yeah. know what I'm saying, to, to, to some of these issues. crappy situation, yeah. Yeah, you know, and um, I, I really appreciate that because, again, he's... Yeah. Uh, it could it could seem like uh, almost like the the travel board of this country has come in, bringing Anthony Bourdain in to show you all the cool things in this country, and that's not necessarily yeah. what he does. But I think he does both. Like, he went to Iran in uh, parts unknown, man. Yeah. And... Um, he, <laughs> And honestly, that country is beautiful. <laughs> you yeah. Know what I'm oh, saying? yeah, for sure. And, and, the, and the people, uh, I mean, obviously, I'm more open to other people. There's, there's some, I already kind of would think this. It's not like I had a view about Iran right, before, so right. I want to preface that. Um, but I think it could change some people's minds uh, who may have had a certain view of the of the of the uh, country. Sure. Well, if you, uh, if your if your only experience with Iran is U.S. news, whether MSNBC or Fox, you're not. Like you don't get the sense of what an average person is like, or what even just average life is like in a place like yeah. that. And so, like, um, unfortunately, I mean, obviously, the country has its issues in terms of, of the, the government, um, with some people for and against or whatever. But a couple that he interviewed, man, you know, one guy, um, I think it was, I think he was uh, ethnically Iranian. I think he might have either was born in the U.S. or moved to the U.S. and then moved back, and he's married and he had kids mm-hmm. and everything. But, um, um. This is just pure coincidence, but I guess they're pretty, not pretty outspoken, but they have been outspoken about like the government and stuff. But these people got uh, uh, arrested, like 
shortly after uh, recording, you know, recording Jeez. with them. And like, I think they eventually left the wife out, but I think I just looked it up recently. I think the dude's still be, being held. And so, wow. yeah, I think Anthony, Anthony Bourdain has tried to make pleas for like the guy's release and stuff, but it's like, what can you do? You know, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And so, so again, he acknowledges both. And I think that's what, what's important. Again, perspective is sort of knowing that they're, Everything there, just because of the, either the government is a certain way, you know, you, you can't make assumptions about all the people. You know what I mean? Right, right. Um, well, and so, and it's yeah. just a more nuanced Or way. not even the government, but like, yeah, the people there also, that non-government, who have certain opinions and stuff. Yeah. Right, well, it's, it's not nuanced. like, it's, it's nuanced. It's not like every Iranian, just like not every American has the exact same exact, viewpoint exactly. on everything, which exactly. is, I think often gets lost in um, just the way the Western world treats the news. Um, yeah. Yeah, but, it's, un- it's unfortunate. But yeah, he does a good job of like, yeah showing the the nuance of these various places, and even yeah. in places in the U.S. too. Um, you know, from the different <laughs> cities that he goes to. Oh yeah, definitely, definitely. Basically, yeah. if Anthony Bourdain, if you're listening to this, can we hang out with you? Just for, I just like, want to hang weekend? out with him. I yeah, just want to hang out with you. I, I quickly looked them up, um, and I'm not, I didn't really read the article, but I just saw the headline. So Anthony Bourdain invested in this website after the founder sent him a drunken email. <laughs> <laughs> huh, that is something yeah. we can do. I think we can do that. <laughs> well, I think the I think the website is like a food and culture website. But uh, uh, well, yeah, <laughs> I, he, I he love- is the type of guy who would in like that who that would speak to him. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that just makes me happy. I hope you know. <laughs> oh, me too. Man. Yeah. <clears throat> So, anything else new and exciting going on? Uh, last week we we released a uh, an oldie. Did did you did you listen to the whole thing through at some point? I, I, I did. It was actually enjoyable, man. Yeah. I, I as I bring this up, I just drop my mic. <laughs> what are you doing over there? I don't have a real mic stand yet. So, I'm so are you fun. holding? Are you holding it? I have like this box set up, kind of that it's clipped to, and uh, yeah, mm, sounds professional. Um, I don't actually remember the, the details because I, I did listen to it, but it was about a week ago. But I do remember being entertained, which is sad. <laughs> What's I listened to it and I was like, "Is this really old?" Because it sounded, hey, it, it, the quality sounded decent. Yeah, it did. We're like, good, and it also sounded very familiar. So either we talk about the same thing over and over and over again, <laughs> yeah, which we that, might. It's probably if, part of if it. If people have an issue, an issue with that, they can take it up with the secret agent Eric. Yeah, exactly. You can go talk to yeah. Eric. You, we'll, you know what? Here's what we'll do. We'll give full refunds. Full, full, full refunds. Full refunds for everyone. We'll double your money. I don't know if I can afford that, Sam. Okay. I don't know if I can afford that. Yeah. It was a. It was, that was a early October uh, episode. When did, when did we record our first and official one that we released? First one that we released. Let's see what the internet has to say. Hold on. Internet, it, tell me. It when did we first have, I want to say it was in November. My series is not. My series not working. Internet. <laughs> when did we release our first episode, Internet? Hold on. Internet, stop being like that. Slash no, episodes. <laughs> this is a good time to tell people, if you want to see the show notes, they go. you should go to thefiledrawer.audio. Yeah, yes, dot, dot audio, not dot com. Thefiledrawer.audio backslash episodes backslash two nine. I'm going to really make a plea for people for real now, though. If you, you, know, if you enjoy this on like iTunes and mm, stuff, yeah. and if you think other people might, be entertained by it, you know. We're just two. We're just two knuckleheads talking. <laughs> two knuckleheads. Uh, but other people might be entertained by it. Yeah. Uh, just uh, if you don't want to review us, just rate us with a star mm-hmm. rating on iTunes. Mm-hmm. 
Um, and to do that, just go into the iTunes store and then search for the file drawer, and this will pop up, and you click on it, and then you can leave a review. Also, if you're listening to my voice right now, and you're on our website, and you're listening to the audio file through the website, do do yourself a favor. Don't do that. Take your, your smartphone, assuming you have a smartphone of, of, of some type. You get yourself a podcast app. There are many out there. I recommend on iOS Overcast or Downcast or Pocketcast or Instacast or Castro. Any of those, search for them on the App Store. And then in that app, you will search for the file drawer and then you will find it and then you will hit subscribe. And now you will listen to it on there from now on because it's a much better experience and you'll be notified when a new episode comes out and you can stop and pause and restart things where you paused it. And it's just so much better. Do yourself a favor and don't listen to our podcast on the website. Yeah. I don't see how people do that. I don't either. Um, To answer your previous question, number episode one, oh one, Songs of Ourselves, November 11th, 2014. (laughs) It's the premiere episode of The File Drawer, a podcast where we talk shop about organizational psychology, positive psychology, life, random events, slash things, slash thoughts, and more. In this episode, we discuss our attendance at the 2014 International Leadership Association Conference. We also bounce around ideas regarding perspectives of the self and explore a little of what's to come in future episodes. Damn, we took ourselves seriously in this first episode description. The description's definitely... uh... Oh my God, look how many links there are. We put so many links in the show notes. (laughs) We don't really do that anymore, do we? Nope. Man, we got Walt Whitman. Is this the episode where you read some poetry? Yeah, and I was, I was like, is there any poetry that I'd like to read right now? <laughs> you should probably find some. Um, little Michel Foucault, Stoicism, Detroit Red Wings, and your boy, Steve Weiserman. <laughs> <laughs> That's oh, man. Good, good stuff. We've come a long way, my friend. Yeah. And, and you know what people really love is when the people who are crea- who have created the podcast talk about the creation of their podcast <laughs> on the podcast. Break the fourth wall, man. Exactly. Is that, I don't even know if that's a use. I don't think that's right at all. Yeah, I don't think that's a I think proper use. breaking the fourth wall is when you talk directly to the audience like I did when I told them to not listen to it on the website. <laughs> um, anyway, you know, we also talked about making our website a lot better a long time ago. I know. That's one of the things I hope to maybe play around with. But <laughs> Me too. I've been whatever. Anyway. Um, I have a, an announcement. I no longer I, – I, I am drinking grocery store coffee right now. Wow. I bought a bag of grocery store coffee, Safeway brand. Yeah? yeah I'm How sad. It? It's terrible. Yeah. Um, why is that? You just oh, – Well, my blue, bottle, my, yeah, my blue, blue my bottle. Yeah, my Tonks slash blue bottle subscription ran out, and I bought a bag of – beans from a local roaster here called Augie's a couple weeks ago, like a week and a half ago, maybe it was $16, which is like what good coffee usually costs. And I went through it very quickly and I just couldn't bring myself to spend $16 on another bag of coffee. So I spent $12 on like a bag that was twice its size. So I told myself I'm going to alternate back and forth on on my purchases. So right now I'm in deep in the depths of uh, some bad coffee, which is the most first world problem ever but i wanted everyone to know that i'm drinking bad coffee right now but i still make it in a fussy way yeah <laughs> i hate myself um i'm gonna i'm gonna all right, oh, okay <laughs> and that's also just to, to preface or to say that i am very close to starting to roast my own coffee i'm excited yes, to try that it's awesome it's awesome i need to figure out what interesting I need. Oh, drop my again <laughs> <laughs> drop, drop my again <laughs> 
maybe we haven't come a long way since our first episode. We maybe may we actually have. be regressing. I'm gonna, I'm gonna get a little mic stand. Uh, I, I got, like I got my mic standing on three books, three, three of my thickest books. Your mic has a base, it and it's does. high enough. It's, it does. Well, actually, no, you have three books. Never mind. Uh, oh yeah. I wanted it to be a little bit higher, so it would be more right in front of my face and less me having to talk down into it. Yeah. Huh. Anyway. Um, so yeah, we have a few more of those that we can that we have in our back pocket in case we can't record in the near future. Hopefully they are also good. Yeah. 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 Um, so, yeah. I feel like we need more some more poetry. So I've looked up uh, one of yes. a, a poem. That's not, I, I wouldn't say it's my favorite poem, but I, I, I appreciate its essence and okay. I like the author. Okay. What is it? All right. You, so, how, about you, how about you read it and then I try to guess? Okay. Actually, that's going to go terrible because I don't know any poets, but okay. Okay. It's called Motto. Hmm. Okay. I play it cool and I dig all jive. That's the reason I stay alive. My motto, as I live and learn, is dig and be dug in return. Mm. Good old Langston Hughes. You knew that. I, I, know I, that? I looked it up. I Googled it. <laughs> I, I, duck, duck, I duck, duck, goat it. <laughs> Are you still using duck, duck, goat? I am. It's, it's just uh, as good as Google. Ah. Uh, I don't want uh, Google watching my every move. That's true. That's true. I don't want you. That's why I probably why you have such a big. You are so worried about my my search engine usage because you were watching me through Google. Uh, like the government. Uh, speaking of uh, internet <laughs> internet hacks and stuff, I just read an article. I haven't tried it yet, but apparently there's a string of text that you can send to people who use iPhones. I've heard about this. That will like kind of lock it up in messaging <laughs> service. Yeah, actually, I'm I'm on Yahoo right now, and I just came across it. iPhone yeah. crashing text. Yeah, it's. I told you, it's so interesting how <laughs> the littlest thing that you still don't think about can mess something up. You know. Yes. Um, Here is a good, another good example of that. So there is this glitch in Super Mario World mm. where it's so interesting, like where you you have to like run in a certain way and jump in a certain way and move certain enemies to certain positions. Oh yeah, I've and seen by that. doing that. It it move it, it basically sets up the memory in such a way that yep. the game thinks it's the end of the game. Yep, and that is so fascinating. Yep, it's so that, crazy. That, oh, that's I, that's good. Talk about that's just knowing. Like I know nothing about creating video games or like the technical details of how it works, but knowing it to the point where you know that all right, if I jump here to here and then move this to here and then run this way, it sets up the memory in such a way as to cause this glitch. Yep. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah. I'll, but, I'll put a video of it. It's pretty crazy to see. Again, that's one of the reasons um, I was like, oh, you know, computer science really might not be for me because there was people that were doing their programming. I, I remember from a um, we were doing like machine code or assembly. No, we're, I think we had to program in like machine language or assembly language or something uh-huh. like that. And people were just doing creating these programs, not nothing sophisticated, you know, you know, but projects mm-hmm. for the class. In such like novel novel ways, where it was so um, efficient, because they were like exploiting uses of like on the memory, like mm-hmm. they would put some information at a certain place and all this stuff, and reduce the lines of code to like by a lot, uh, uh, 
to the extent that uh, some of the professors could not understand how they c- came up with it. I was <laughs> wow. like, oh, oh, okay. These, these are the people who are going to be doing some damage to the future. <laughs> yeah. The, the, those are the type of people, the guy that I mentioned a couple of weeks ago, sitting on the plane, hacking the, com- the plane's computer system through the entertainment uh, module. Yeah. yeah. Oh, God. It's, I mean, how much of our life is, our lives are run through computers. That's, that's, that's true power right there. Yeah. Do you remember? Do you remember? Did you what? What did you think was going to happen at the the Y two K scare? Did, were you prepared for the world to fall apart? Uh, I wasn't. I probably wasn't worried about that because at that point in time, I just kind of was, eh, whatever. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, had you been had, at that point? Had you been collecting your glasses for the zombie apocalypse? No. 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 Okay, so you weren't even prepared. No. Yeah, I don't. I don't remember my attitudes at the time, and I was definitely into computers back then. Yeah, um, but I don't think I felt I had like a strong emotion. You weren't like afraid. <laughs> yeah, I don't think I. Was I afraid. do. The only thing I remember, I didn't know this like the situation well enough to have an informed opinion, but I do remember on New Year's Eve, kind of holding my breath as it flipped over to you know past midnight. Like yeah. I was. I was Part of me was waiting for like the power to go out and maybe some sparks to fly out of the refrigerator or something. I don't know. I, I, I was part of me was waiting for it all to fall apart. Yeah, but well, I'm like that every New Year's. So <laughs> okay, whatever. <laughs> like this is the year. This is this the, the end. no because it seems like it's just that time of the year where people if they're going to do something stupid. Yeah. They do it. That's the cliche time to do it. I know. So maybe, <laughs> you know so maybe then that's why you don't do it then. If you, yeah. have, if, you, if you have any creativity as a hacker, come on. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> I get what you're saying, though. There is this sense of like, mm, something could happen. Yeah. But. Yeah. So now I'm picturing you sitting at your home by yourself with like your lock collection, which I know you don't have now, but now I'm picturing you as having one and a handgun just kind of waiting. And, yeah. and you're in a, in a bin of glasses, of leftover glasses. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that's my new image for you and now that i can't even see you i don't even all i hear is your voice so that's there's nothing i can you can do to you know replace that that image of yourself in my brain hey hey man if that's the image that you have let it let it be <laughs> let that. It, just let it ride let it be that image all right fine i will uh so what's uh what's on the docket for you other than gli customer service in the, com- in the coming in the near future, you gonna go try to go fishing again? You need to find yourself a a spot with no seaweed. Uh, the seaweed will dissipate at some point. All right, it'll it'll go away. What were you um, hoping to catch? Shoot! Oh. <laughs> I'm on the mic. Um, well, I was using sand fleas. Uh, well, wait, to, uh, hold on, sand. What the heck's a sand flea? That sounds like tiny. A, it's like a no. It's big actually. It looks like what? a little. It's like a little shell thing. Is that a crustacean? I don't know. Okay. Were you, were you about to say croissant? No, crustacean. Okay. <laughs> thought you were going to say um, croissant. <laughs> and it looks like... Huh. Sand flea. Looks, I got to look this up now. Yeah, it looks like... Uh, yeah, it looks a little, little, little... It looks gross. But anyway, uh, pompano. Apparently like that. Or whatever else would bite it. I don't even know what a, what a, what a pompano is. Is that like a little, little fish? I don't know. You don't even know what you're... Lo- Hold on. Sand flea may refer to the same thing as a sand fly. Uh, um, 
No, these are super small. No, it's not that. San Chicago flea or no? Maybe, 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 hold on. Maybe I'm getting the name wrong. Sand. No, no. Just type in sand flea. You'll see it. Hold on. Ducks are ghost failing me. <laughs> you might. It might say mole crabs. Maybe I don't know. Mole crab. I see that. Here we go. Hold on. Oh, uh, I yeah. I kind of see that. Kind of looks like a little horseshoe crab. No, it doesn't. I take that it, back. It looks like a little or, crab. Yeah. So you guess what? You guess put it on the hook and they eat those. Uh, they should. Do you guess? Did you catch these wild, or did you go to a bait shop? A bait shop. You go to a bait shop. Huh. Yeah. I feel like I would just be excited to catch something that looks like a, a, a sand flea. I did try to dig for some because <laughs> they're best. They're best live. Uh-huh. But like for like a cup. For like oh, a little were while, they dead? Like a, no, they're live. Okay. They're live. Um, but they cost like five forty nine. Wow. And so you know, can you just eat a sand flea? Why would you do that? I don't know. They taste the, they're like little crabs. I bet you deep fry these. Why don't you do that? I'm just. Uh, I saw the grossest thing someone posted on the internet. I think it was about some <laughs> wow, restaurant. That's, that's pretty bold. It was about um, it was about crabs okay. that they just eaten at a restaurant, but then they kind of dug into the crab and they pulled out little worms. Uh, I'm like, oh god! I was almost uh, about to drop an f bomb. F bomb, f bomb, f bomb. Uh, like, oh, it was so gross. Uh, now, nah, mm, yeah. Yeah, I don't like to think about that. Yeah. Hmm. Well, I'm gonna. I hope you go fishing again soon. Maybe you'll have a fish story for us next time. We oh we oh, I'll have a story. <laughs> Whether or not it's what? true. <laughs> it was it was this big, I promise, and it got away. <laughs> you know, actually, in that episode that we just released, the old one, I do remember we talked about uh, podcasting would be a good thing to do while fishing. Podcasting I don't, I don't think, as you do it. Yeah, yeah you, you, you don't you, have, probably don't have any strong. You don't have strong Wi-Fi. I'll buy the wireless by the... gear and I mean, water, wa- waterproof gear and stuff. <laughs> yeah. I mean, if we were both fishing with recording uh, yes. equipment, like one of those hand recorders, yes. could do maybe that. a lapel mic or something. Mm, maybe maybe I'll, I'll come visit you and we'll do a uh, Sam and Eric Go Fishing episode. Hey, man. That'd be fun. Uh, That'd be fun. Fishing is fun. <laughs> Fish, fishing is fun. <laughs> Thank you. This episode was brought to you by fishing. It's fun. <laughs> Try it. <laughs> All right, my good, my good sir. Is that it for this week? Do we have, any, it, do we have anything else? Uh, I got nothing. I got, I got nothing. nothing. I'm, I'm tapped out. I'm tapped out too. All right. So, you got me wanting to go fishing right now in this good, moment. Good. Do it. Summer um, vacation, man. Yeah. Not really. <laughs> anyway, I we will do this again in I, a week's guess, time. Guess what I'm about to do? What? I'm about to check this off the to-doist. Oh, yeah. Um. Also, uh, they also have a thing. Sorry, this is my last thing. We do us. They make a pr- program what? called We Do Us. No, it's supposed to be for project management. I think it's newer, but I think they're eventually going to try to integrate those two more. Is it um, the same company? Yeah, same company. How? Uh, do- I mean, To Do Us lets you collaborate on stuff and have shared. I, I, I think I tried to look at the difference real quick. Uh-huh. I, but I didn't really spend that much time on it, so okay. there are differences, though. All right. um, as if, as they are right now, it seems like they're different enough where they at, at some point we want them to be integrated. Mm. Mm-hmm. Um, but we do is actually we do is actually seems from from me just kind of looking at it, it seems like it would be a useful tool, Neat. like sort of take care of some of the shortcomings that I would think to do is as mm-hmm. when you're working with a lot of, a lot of people on a project. Right. Um, on top of that, I mean. With the company being as cheap as they offer it per year, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's actually affordable. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? So yeah. 
That's why I kind of like it too. It's not like nickel and diming. Right. It's not crazy expensive, mm-hmm. you know, as a service. So I, that's why, you know, that's why I kind of like it. Yeah. So thank you to We Do Us for uh, sponsoring this episode. <laughs> I know. I, I will take a look at it. Looks. I'm always uh, up for looking at new tools and stuff like that. Yeah. All right. All right, dude. All right, dude. Later. Goodbye.